All right, here we go. Ready? Okay. You sure you're ready, Hassan? Uh, let me just text my mom. <laughs> Are you recording? Yeah, I think we should be recording while he's texting his mother. Hey. Let me know when you're ready. And good. Welcome to Yippie Kaye Mother Podcast, a multi generational discussion of movies. Welcome to the party, pal. I'm Ralph Gortucci. I'm Sean Paul Murphy. I'm Hassan Hassan. And I'm Al. Today we have a special guest. It's an old friend of mine from about 30, 35 years ago. Wow. 25, 30, whatever. Yeah. Um, his name is Mark Casal. Hello, Mark. Hi. Mark Here is a editor. In uh, local editor in DC, editor, video guy, video guy, sound guy, sound music guy, guy music art guy, guy art and what was the other guy, thing you said? Uh, uh, never mind. Okay, a real <laughs> You're on air now because he's just gonna like say something about a real it. Renaissance man. If yes. You will. yes, excellent, excellent. I saw maybe, that. Maybe. I saw you in that. Maybe. You know, you were teaching kids Shakespeare. Movie? What in um, Danny DeVito? Teaching Shakespeare. Oh, stop. <laughs> Here we go. Stop. 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 So Come Mark, we have business to attend to. Mark, Mark is a special guest, and normally we do movies that each one of us brings from our particular generation. Uh, Mark is someone who's listened to our podcast. He's one of the six or seven people that actually <laughs> listen to the show regularly, and he called me and asked me if he could do a movie, and I said, sure, come sure. on in, and he picked a beaut, uh, and the movie he picked today is? Mother! Exclamation point. Is that the name of the movie? Yeah, have to that's that an exclamation in? point. Okay. My cans, I can't hear anything, so I'm just going to assume I sound okay. You sound right? fine. You sound fantastic. But you have lovely you cans. Fine. Let me know. I yeah. can't Sultry hear because my Oh, my goodness. Broken. I won't okay. tell you how it's So, Mark, here's what we do. I want you to uh, just give us a little synopsis of the movie. We'll show a movie preview to get mm -hmm. us into it, and then you will launch into why you wanted to bring this movie to the table. So okay. give us a little synopsis. To the pool table. A uh, synopsis of the movie is, um, in a way, it's sort of uh, like the question of like what Mother is about is almost more accurately what it is it not about it's kind of about everything um uh in a way a synopsis of the movie you could look at um and again this could be open for discussion but it's kind of about the uh it, there's two the two main characters are basically and who are they who's who's in the movie um uh, Javier Bardem and um, Jennifer, Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, directed and, by uh, one of Al's Ar favorites, Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Well, you know, and, and the interesting thing about that about this movie in terms of Aronofsky is, is this was sort of like my Fargo moment for him because up to this point he was kind of interesting, but the Coen Brothers just totally didn't interest me up until Fargo, and and he didn't really interest me up until this movie because it, well, you were missing out. Uh, you didn't like Black Swan, The Fountain, uh, yeah. Pie? Noah? Uh, Noah was good. Nobody cares about Noah. Did he do we're, pie? We're, we're, yes. And what yes. about Requiem for a Dream? What about uh, yes. Trent the Transformers? Yes. All right, we're, oh, getting, no, we're, getting, we're getting derailed. We're getting, uh, <laughs> we're getting derailed. Uh, in a nutshell, how do you put a, this movie in a nutshell? If you take it as a biblical allegory of God and Mother Nature and sort of human beings and how they totally fuck up Mother Nature, um, it's almost like if you synopsis, synopsize it in that regard, you could kind of like put a real fine point on it. And... Mm. Um, and, and to me, that's basically what it is. Um, you know, some people see see it as kind of an ecological statement, which I think it is. And it's also a statement about people's relationship to religion and their perception of God as a thing, as a particular kind of thing, and especially in, in terms of God as, as like the Old Testament God of being sort of like this very, sort of vain and erratic and kind of moody guy. And in that sense, um, Javier just Javier did amazing. Job okay, so we're getting that. okay. You're getting right. Getting far I, into I, I think it. we kind can kind of digressing. We can stick a fork in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah because otherwise <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and talk about the fucking thing like forever. Right. So let's uh, show a preview so we get into the spirit of this, and then we will uh, let you keep going. Okay. All right. Here we go. 
We spend all our time here. I want to make a paradise. She redid all of it. Every last detail. And she breathed life back into every room. Are you happy? I love you. Please, come in. Hello. Hello. He's a stranger. We're just gonna let him sleep in our house. Hello. Hello. Did you know he had a wife? doing in their luggage what do they want god help you There's the trailer. Which, well, I mean, which, like as we said, painted it almost like a horror movie. Well, so. yeah, and, and the interesting, you know, I, I, how do you market something like this? Um, really, I mean, because you know, otherwise, you're, you know, well, you know, a biblical allegory with Jennifer Lawrence. It's sort of like not, you know, I don't know how you sell this thing, and I see the problem there. But the interesting thing about it is, is that's. But what's good about that is it reminded me of. Um, of her character, because her character is so central to it. I mean, there's so many close-ups on her face. It's, it's all well. It's all she was her, dating the director, um, and it's um, and it's you know. It, but the thing is, is that's interesting about it is like when I said a second ago about the the anxiety level of it, um, because endlessly it's like somebody being taken advantage of, and people are coming into your house, and you're sort of saying, "Don't do this, don't do that," and they're ignoring you, and you're just kind of like you don't know what to do. To the point, long story short, at the end of the movie, where she just sort of explodes, literally, and just, like, destroys the world. <laughs> you Global know? warming. Um, and, I mean, in a way, yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's, it's one of those things where you're just ignoring Mother Nature. And what's your focus on? Your focus is on this God character who has written this poem that everybody loves, and he's so vain and ridiculous that everybody shows up, and all he can do is just, he cannot say no to people adoring him. Um, well, that's no different than me. Um, you know, so it's, it's kind of fascinating in that way as the movie progresses because it's one of those things where it's excruciating to watch yeah, for me. Especially with all the camera spins and it's just very like always following her and like, I don't know. And her face. <laughs> yeah. and her, you know, I mean, I, I saw a lot of, you know, afterwards, I, I read a lot about afterwards because I didn't want to be, as with most, most movies I watch, but it was one of those things where it was interesting, you know, everybody was kind of like, the critiques of Jennifer Lawrence, you know, were, you know, she it was like, Kind of like this not great performance. And I she it was she did not deserve a Razzie nomination. By I, the way. No, I, I, I thought she was amazing. I, she got a Razzie not, nomination for she that. Did not, yes. If there's a problem with this film, it has nothing to do with her. No, she was. I the, thought she the was interesting thing about she this film is good as, who the, could have done better with this. The, the, the other interesting thing about this film is that you've got, you, you have this um, you have this situation where more like her everybody vagina. who's re everybody who's reacting to this film is like looking at it like who are these people? Who is this guy? And who's who's she? And who are these two people who show up and these two sons who show up? And it's like, to me, it's like, how obvious should it get? 
And the interesting thing about in terms of a point of identification in the movie is, is like you can't identify with any of those characters. You have to identify with all the assholes coming into the house, sitting on the sinks, etc. Because that's you in the movie. Yeah. You is not the main characters. You is all of those right. assholes. So that's no, his... no, no. I look at this. I identify with the Earth because I am the same shape. <laughs> so, uh, Sean, <laughs> just by your. <laughs> Comedy routine you're doing through this whole podcast. I know. I, I get the feeling that you didn't like this movie. Actually, you know what? My wife, when when she saw uh, Jay, you're Jay married? Law, yeah, <laughs> she saw, she saw Jay Law. Hey. On the interview. Wait, wait, that was yeah. good. She saw Jay Law. And it's like, oh, I want to see this movie. I'm like, they eat a baby at the end. She's like, oh, I don't want to see it because now she doesn't like. Oh, to by see the it. way, spoilers. Oh, Spoiler yeah. alert. Sorry, they eat a baby. But, they um, only they eat, eat Jesus like everybody else. Jesus yeah. like everybody has been for 2000 years. Yeah, they eat the adult Jesus. I don't like to eat the baby Jesus, you know. I mean, it's more tender. But, um, you know, so, you know, I would. my wife didn't want to see the film, so I didn't see it. And I only had like a week or two to see it. Let's face it, it was gone after that, you know. But I was, you know, I was happy to see this. I was watching it. I had it on. My wife came in. I said, you probably don't want to watch it, so I'll watch it. She watched it, and she got into it. I will say my wife got into it much more than I expected. She even watched him eat the baby. You know, no comments about how it should have been tenderized or marinated or anything. Well, just to be clear, they don't actually show them dismembering the child. I mean, they, you, I know. That was very tasteful. You hear it. You see, you see the, na the next nap, but... Yeah. And then you see the bloody entrails. Right. I yeah, thought there was right. a little, <laughs> wasn't there a little urine, too? That, yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he yeah, went no, no, but here, nice no, no, in all honesty. Right. One at a time, one at a time. Yeah. You guys are excited oh, about this movie. Yeah. This is the most excited I've heard anybody. Mark, thank you very much. Right. One yeah. at a time. So much Sean. better than okay. Pelham. No, but what I'm saying is I like, I like this movie more than Mr. I expected. <laughs> however... However, I actually found it. I was I was expecting something much more exciting. Frankly, I found the first part of this movie obvious and boring. I didn't get interested. Obvious to in me. what sense, though? I mean, what do you mean obvious? It was an obvious biblical al allegory. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, to me, this Not movie would have been great as a short subject, but as a feature, it stretched out. Just too many shots of her walking around, looking. Well, um, let's talk about. Days. Well, but what does Darren Aronofsky do in everything he does? He just pours it on. You saw Requiem, right? Right. How many times do I have to see the heroin the needle happening and the, the perspective of someone? You know, that's what he does. Yeah. And now he's got beautiful Jennifer Lawrence, his girlfriend. Right. And it's, it's all her shots, right? You're, every shot is her walking down the hall and her looking at what they're doing. It's like Hellraiser. It's a little bit like Hellraiser. <laughs> uh, you compare this to Hellraiser? You I liked that? Hellraiser better. <laughs> wow. You know, but I loved Javier Bardem. It was great that he got to play God because he played the devil in um, No Country for Old Men, essentially, because all the Cormac mm. McCarthy books are all about someone meeting the devil. You know, so that was essentially his character. If you look at his book. Yeah, he was playing like, God in this one, right? Yeah, he was The Old God. Testament, the New Testament. He was yeah. playing God. He was running, right. Yeah, I mean, the, with the title of the character in the, in the credits, it's him, right? Yeah. 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 Capital H him. So I told yes. you, I'm a very simple viewer, right? So, yeah. I mean, even I figured out Adam and Eve and yeah. Cain and Abel, yeah. and I just don't know what... what explain to me, she keeps going Who up in the bathroom. The, the literary agent? Uh, who was be, the actress? No, I don't no, know. Would that be Paul oh, or Chris, Isaiah? Chris I Wood. couldn't figure that Chris out. Yeah, I'm sure what, it could be she? Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so what does she keep going in the bathroom and drinking? So I, I read that supposedly it's a reference to uh, the yellow wallpaper, which is this feminist story from the early... Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Yes, but uh, what what it is, I don't. Okay. I think it's I think it's, I I think it's, it's a MacGuffin is what it yeah. is. I think it's like a, a big so white is what it is. It's sort of like it's an interesting thing, and, and I don't think it's it, it just didn't seem like really pertinent to the overall. Oh movie. no, I think it was because um, once that gets thrown away, 
everything goes to hell. So it's like when she was drugged, because mm. I thought that is an, as some sort of drug. But what I'm saying is, is it, this, the specific thing that it is doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's there and, and it's in its presence and then it goes away is all that matters. And who cares what it is? It's like that's that's to be that's like something that is it's just a, like according said, to what, it's according to what, you know, the frame of reference, you know, you come with. It's like it's this, it's that, it's whatever. I thought it was um, turmeric. Yeah. What's turmeric? It's interesting. I thought this. <laughs> no, I thought the same thing too. Spice? It's funny you say that because I thought the same thing too because all these people are really into turmeric. turmeric. Like, yeah, hey, how's how's this like, touristic thing? And I was like, oh, like she wants. Uh, tumor, yeah, you know, like what's, what's that do to you? That I was at a lunch yesterday. I went out to lunch with a friend of mine yesterday, and she's very into all things like that. And she, well, she was doing that. But anyway, <laughs> wait, this sounds interesting. Can we bring cameras there? No. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, what does turmeric do to you? I'm just curious. I, I thought mean. it was like a. It's a cleanser. It's yeah. a blah blah. It's a okay. new agey whatever. Thing. A lot of, okay. Yeah. So it's a thing. It's a MacGuffin. So, so this couldn't be like uh, like ma uh, mana or mana, right? Like from the gods, like some kind of like uh, food source. She you know, is, it's interesting because you know it was one of those things where I just didn't really think that much about that element. I mean, I loved. They this kept movie. showing it though. I know. She kept going up. Right. Again, it's Darren, but she kept going up right. and drinking whatever that was. And yeah. you know, like mm -hmm. I said, I need. I'm kind of literal. Got rid of it. Did she? She broke well, it. You know, she what, threw it down, didn't what, she? What, when she got pregnant. Right, and what's interesting to me about it in that regard is like, okay, what, what? All right, just off the cuff, what do I think it is? I think that it's one of those things where, again, this movie was very anxiety provoking, and it sure. was anxiety provoking because you're looking at her, and it's like all these things happening kind of to her are so anxiety, and so whatever it is, it's some way of sort of coping with that because it's endlessly being intruded upon, and your husband's kind of a dick, and you know, you ask him for something, and even. You know, everything that happens, you know, in terms of him, it's like every time he kind of has a chance to sort of be there with her and enjoy a moment, it's like, no, no, I got to get from this dinner and talk to the people on the porch and all this kind of stuff. And she's just endlessly in this situation of being kind of left. Well, isn't that um, the belief that God is taking care of everybody and how can one person – I mean, if you're going with the allegory, which it is, it's not even it's, – right. it's a given, that, that he can't pay attention to her because he's got everybody else to deal with. Right, but the thing is, is like but she's every, every, everybody else can't exist unless she is like right. You know, that's the whole thing about it's the movie. Funny you mention an environmental kind of you know statement I, yeah. sort of thing. I hate shows where people destroy homes. Right, I just mm -hmm. the, the, the destruction of home, like inside somebody's house. Right, literally, and this movie just oh went. my god. Don't Over paint, the don't top. Paint the walls. Don't paint <laughs> the walls. Yes, Get so, off the sink. Right. Yeah. What's this? Okay. The fucking okay. sink. The sink. What's the, the What's that sink. about? Uh, what is what? that? What is that? Alec? It could be the flood. It's the it, flood. You know. Oh, okay. yeah. Any water? Uh, any water based? Oh, that makes sense. You know. the, the easy out is the. It's the flood. Right. Right. That, you know. yeah, okay. Well, I was more concerned about the fact that their washing machine really didn't have like a rinse factor afterwards. Because anytime they pulled the clothes out of the washing machine they were like soaking i wet. get why you have him on this contact yeah <laughs> I, I, I get why he's, he's here like he's on fire today this i is, get why he's here this is not the usual sean this is an uncontrolled Wait sean martyrs oh, oh not that there's going to be another movie called martyrs that we're going to yeah he uh i you know what yeah i, I don't get no, it no, but 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 look but what but it's no, interesting no, because no no no, no. But, okay. but, but, here's but, the point if it's an allegory I'm sitting there watching it. I mean, it's obvious it's an allegory. So what does each? So it's not. It's fair to say what does each individual thing mean? That's what I'm asking. I yeah. So think... that's why I'm asking what sure. did the thing mean? Sure. Um, I don't know what the, what the the, the the stuff she's drinking. No, no that. No, no. I mean, well, she's also going downstairs to the boiler room or something. What was the, the furnace that kept? Isn't the, that the, just the heart of the house? Right. Yeah. That's the whole point. That's the heart of the house. Right. 
Heart of the World. She made the house, and that's made clear. She made it. She's like, I'm going to make paradise. I mean, no, that's like that's even when, even no, a, no, no. Like, God made the house. Javier Bardem, with you, he used her heart. He created the house. She she's the one it. turning it but, into a but paradise. But she's the one who's like building it and painting it and doing all this kind of stuff. And actually, there was the whole thing when when the Adam and Eve people come, where it's like, no, no, it's like it's referred to as her making the house. I'm going to mm. make paradise. She says that it's even in yeah. the trailer. Um, he kind of made everything, but she made this. She made it paradise, and it's kind of interesting because it's not it's not so clearly delineated, but it's one of those things where you know her character as sort of everything that, that sustains you know all of the fucking assholes who show up and sit on the sinks and so forth is that's really us. interesting. That's us. <laughs> it is. It is us. And no wonder you, no wonder people have a problem with the movie because you can't identify with anyone else in this movie, but. All of those fucking assholes. Right. You know, I mean, that's the whole thing is because, well, you're not God, you're not Mother Nature. Although you can, the thing is, that as, as a sort of a statement, and even I mean, J-Law J said the whole thing is like, this is just about the, mm. the environment. That that's what this is. Yeah. And the whole thing is, is just like, ignore Mother Nature politely talking to you about not screwing with her at your peril because ultimately she's going to kill you. You know, because God's not the one that kills you. Mother Nature is the one that kills you in this movie. Well, I think that... Um this kind of parallels like the whole um, right wing Christian thing where they, they think that God made the earth for humans and that right. it doesn't matter what we do to earth because right. God made it for us so we can exploit it right. as much. And right. you can you kind of see that because yeah. Like, yeah. God doesn't pay attention to Mother Earth. He only cares about his followers. So I, I think, you know, maybe it plays with that a little bit. Sure, and he's brilliant. I mean, because that whole sort of like when they show up and they want to sort of be, you know, and like, well, initially when the Adam and Eve, you know, it's like, well, yeah, sure, stay over. And she's just kind of like, what the fuck, you know? And, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, spend the night. And she's just like, who are these people? Why are you doing this? Mm. And it's just endless. You know, he's like, I can't resist. I can't say no to my fans, you know, that kind of thing, which is kind of it. I understand that. You know, yeah. I mean, I can't say no to my fans, mm. you know. Um, it's really, 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 really kind of interesting um, kind of how it plays out. When she goes down the stairs and people are painting and she gets mad at them, is that like – is that humans trying to fix Mother Nature but failing because they're not doing it right? It's Mother It's humans just think? destroying I mean, Mother asking, Nature. I mean, I would say... Because they're trying The answer is help. I don't know, and the answer is because you just said that. I'm like, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But then why does God get mad when they destroy the um, the heart of Mother Nature? It's the well, apple. It's just the original sin. That's the original it's sin. The that's, that's, that, that, that room is the Garden of Eden, and don't yeah. touch the tree. You know, I mean, that's what that is. And what do they do? No, I mean, that's don't it, go but his... what does... What... He wait, wait, his room, his room is the Garden of Eden? Yeah. yeah. His upstairs room that everybody With the little wanted. crystal thing that they yeah, tried. Yeah, the crystal uh, is the they apple that they're not supposed to eat. on their own anyway. So yeah. it isn't like they were allowed to go in there. They weren't. They weren't. But, I mean, them. they were, didn't go into the room at all, so it isn't well, like... Well, the thing is, the, the reason I say did. it's the Garden of Eden is because when they break the crystal, he goes and closes it off to them. Right. Like he, yeah, but he know, still he lets them up. in the house. Yeah. But that's yeah. like the rest yeah. of creation. But for her, for her the house, okay. That's the rest of creation is what it is. I mean, don't go, in that, don't go into his study, don't go into his room, and don't touch that thing. And what do they do? They go in the study. No, no, I mean, that's thing. obvious, but right. what, you know, is the house Eden or is that thing Eden? Because they weren't... 
I, I no, would have been that, different. That house, the house is in the house. No, that room is. That, I, I would yeah. say. The, the, it's Eden because that's where he does all his writing. That's where he creates. But he didn't like, create at the end there because he, he had closed. He didn't go in there at all himself later when he wrote his second I love book. that you guys say this is obvious. <laughs> it was not. So wait a minute. The crystal is the apple. Yeah. 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 The not. crystal is the apple. Yeah. The room is the garden. Right. Yeah. Oh, I guess but no spoilers. Okay. <laughs> my Catholic school actually paid off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they destroyed the. Who? Uh, Adam and Eve broke that, didn't she? Yeah. Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer broke that. Yeah, we'll that. say it to Eve. Yeah. That's yeah, Eve. Yeah, let's perpetrate the evil woman. <laughs> well, are we saying that? Hard headed woman from the thorn in the side of man, you know. Man was stupid. Well, and well, Adam's. Uh, Adam and Eve. Adam's rib. He had, yeah. he had something wrong with his rib. And she didn't show up until after that. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. is interesting. Right. That well, whole, like, you know, you see the rib and then all of a sudden, then. Just you like Ken and Abel didn't show I mean, up until she saw you them think the director, right. You think right. the director is laughing? He's like, look, mm -hmm. I made a movie that's completely obvious. <laughs> it is what it is. It's a biblical is it allegory. Obvious? It was I, I, was it obvious to you? It wasn't obvious until Actually, the end. Actually, yeah, it was. Okay. It was. But everybody ran out of the theaters when this thing first came out screaming about how horrible. And, you it know, wasn't all they, that horrible. I mean, all they talked about was her getting, when like, Mother Nature gets raped at the end of that or, or attacked, right? She yeah. gets... She gets Okay, can I get heavy for a second? Oh, here? please. Yeah, man, yeah. please. All right. Now, here's the thing about why people hated that movie, or partly. I'm not going to say that this is the totality of it. It's just that this is the kind of movie that nobody wants to go see because it's not going to sit there and just tell you what it means. And certainly beyond that, it's implicating you as somebody watching it. And so, I mean, a friend of mine saw it in like the first week of release at like Angelica or something. And, and like, this is like this huge, you know, great theater. And there were six people in the theater and they're all looking around at each other. Like what the fuck is this? <laughs> and she loved it. Um, and she, well, she and her friend who went to see it loved it, but it was interesting because it really had sort of a pox on it. Right. It did. You know? Before everything, before one frame was seen. But it was one of those things where I think that that's kind of the bottom line is, you know, people want to, you know, I mean, this it's a general, you know, people want to go to see a movie. They want to be told what to think about what they're seeing. They want to, you know, walk away with like, okay, that's what it meant. I, like, well, you know, I wouldn't like, say and let's go get a drink. That. I, think I would that, say that people want to go to a movie to enjoy themselves. I, I think the reason why I enjoyed this movie is because it's not did. like anything that comes out no. in, in a major release. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, it's different. With those two it's stars. Not, it's I mean, not like a superhero movie. It's not goodness. some drama. It's not. Uh, it's, it's not like statement. Pelham. There's no heist. What is the Pelham hate? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Unbelievable. I like this it's, a it's lot a better than movie. Superman, Batman versus Superman. Now, now, a question I would have to throw out here because there's things that perplex me about the movie as well. It's like there's the point where she looks in the toilet and there's the weird thing and like, is it a heart? Is it a what? And she, you know what I mean? The, what's that? Oh. It's best just to whatever you want it to be. I know, but it's like no, no. I mean, <laughs> I can play this game yeah. too. I know, but yeah. the thing, my problem is, is as, as, as somebody who has made things like videos and whatever um it's that like has you know, to mean nothing it doesn't, it doesn't it has to mean anything but there's got to be something about well why did you put yeah. that in of there course. even, I, I, even I, if you just intentionally threw this no, ambiguous you, you, I, I, would assume, I, I would assume it has to do something with adam's sickness because isn't wasn't that the toilet that he was sick over that god yeah. was helping oh him? is that his ribs I mean, it wasn't his rib, but like he w he was being sick in that toilet. Like he had the yeah. lung thing going on. Maybe it was his tumor. I don't know. Well, because it, it looked like a, definitely an organic thing. A couple of things I read said it, that it, it was a like, heart, and I'm like, it I don't looked know like some kind of Cronenberg, Cronenbergian <laughs> thing. 
Well, basically, no. This is what you're. Sp I mean, the film is an allegory. Ooh, ooh, I want to bring him into an this. entertainment. <laughs> so therefore, you should Which ask one? yourself what everything is, because everything is in there is a reason. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the filmmaker put some thought in. Yeah, you don't it. put a cutaway so, in unless the cutaway is unless you don't know what you're doing, right? There yeah, are many exactly. movies that have cutaways so that mean nothing. Something. So he's putting everything in the movie to mean something. So the right. drinking of whatever. So it's good Obviously, for somebody knows what, what it is. Right. And and. You ask about, you know, you go to a movie to enjoy. I'm, I'm not afraid to go to a movie that I have to think about, even though no, I no, say I'm very still, surfacey. Still I still that. want to enjoy the film. Yeah. Right? I, I didn't say I didn't enjoy it. Well, those are the, an exclusive thing. Right. I mean, I, it's yeah, not exactly. that I didn't. They're, you know. I appreciated this film. I wouldn't say I enjoyed the film. I mean, I did like what it was doing and what it was getting at. I, I loved this movie. Well, that's good. That's good. That's why you're here. <laughs> yeah, that's Obviously. Why you're here because no one else is going to You, you begged to get on <laughs> the podcast. I can't tell you how many calls you made to me. I think. I think part of the risk you run by you going to the movie theater is accepting that you might not like it. Well, yeah. you did hear a lot of hype about people running out of the theater and what is going on with this movie. Well, it's it weird because it got, like, it got booed at Cannes. Right. I mean, they just they they were like, you know, right. you know, that's it's like was like you know. so did the next movie we're going to do. Well, I, I didn't hear that. Uh, well, the next yeah. movie I enjoyed that a lot I knew more loved than it. This one. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting. See, because I'm like. Yeah. That makes me want to see a movie. When I see this particular kind of reactions that this movie got, it makes me want to see it. And which is even saying something because again, Aronofsky at this point has been kind of interesting, but he's been kind of like a student filmmaker with huge budgets in a way. Wait, but this uh, is your, what I feel this film is. It's but this movie film. is your Fargo movie with him. Yeah, that, it's the movie where, where it's like, you woke up and went, "Oh, maybe." No, no. This is when I woke up and I'm like, okay, even if he never does another one again, he's capable of it. And the Cohen and the Cohen sort of consistently in my. It's not like I, I hate everything before, but I really, before Fargo, everything since Fargo has been kind of brilliant. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's just, and before that, it was like, mm, Miller's Crossing. Mm, yeah. you know, oh, you know, man. Like, really? Blood, Blood Simple. Simple. Uh, mm. you know, oh, I love Blood Simple. Yeah. I mean, it raising was like, Arizona? Come on. Uh, Nicholas Cage raising Arizona. Uh, you know, they were all sort of, you know, like, okay, I watched them and some, even I watched twice, but it was, it was not like, oh my God, this was like amazing. It not, and, and Fargo was fucking amazing really amazing movie right interesting yeah no i'm not disagreeing with that yeah i'm disagreeing with you not liking the other ones it's not that i didn't <laughs> like them it was like it, there was a generalized hype with them of people i knew who were obsessed with them at the time who were just and i was like it's not like yeah there is bad. a bit of a, it's not that they're bad movies it was just like they're not all that what and, about, then, uh, and what, then they became all wait, that what about Le, uh the big lebowski yeah was that after fargo no, it was before. Okay, fine. It's like <laughs> <laughs> he got you there, man. You know, what's, what's, what's interesting about that though is I didn't see that until after I'd seen Fargo. Okay, uh, because uh, because I'll admit my prejudiced attitude toward the it's like I'm not even saying I love. I, I mean, I enjoy the Big Lebowski, mm -hmm. but that's not. Me. I, I, I thought Miller's Crossing was one of their when, good. I was cold to Lebowski when really? I first saw it, but I love it now. Yeah. Well, it's got a, such a. But huge anyway, following. but the yeah. point being is like to me this was something where where he put this movie he put this film together clearly he was driven. I mean, he wrote the movie in like a couple of days. I mean, it was amazing. I mean, this was, one, yeah, I mean, half, of, half the bit is already written. I mean, he literally <laughs> sat down in this burst of writing and yeah. wrote this in nothing flat, and then it was just like it kind of got on rails. And, and got then, done. like all of his fans came um, to his house and annoyed his wife, you know? <laughs> but his it was, girlfriend. But, yeah. She said she broke up with him because, according to sources, TMZ, so, yeah, maybe <laughs> that she had to break up with him because all he did was talk about this movie. Yeah. Oh my. God. After he had done right. it and written it, and God, it's out. It's out. Oh, the irony! It's literally ninety. <laughs> it's literally ninety percent her face. Right. So, but uh, it. Just, well, I think. I mean, it's also about that. It's about the author. You know, like having a relationship, like a 
because he was with Rachel Vice before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He and does like he, talk about you know, how yeah. how that creative, how a woman is there for him creatively. She, and then he, how what about he abuses, Natalie Portman? Right. Did he do her? No, and how he abuses. I, I don't think so. And how he abuses that relationship yeah. for his art. I mean, that's he might have been saying that too in this movie. Maybe subconsciously. I don't, I don't know that he would actually admit to that, but not in this he, environment. I think he. I read it. But I think to me that's like. You know, you can go through art history and so forth, and you can just see that a million times. You can go you, in film. I'm trying to think of who am I thinking of. That's like the um, whatever. I mean, if I can't bring it up, I'm not gonna. But it's sort of that idea of like, there's a point there where I don't have a problem with that. If you like, sort of, if you're if you have enough power to make a film, and you're and J Law's your girlfriend and all that stuff, and you build a, a movie around her, have at it. Um, you know, well, like, I'm talking about internally within the it, movie. That didn't work yeah. for Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger, though. You know, no, or like say this: no, so, no. say you're out in Hollywood, you're or you're Madonna. a big actor, you're teaching an acting class, you want to see your students naked, so you offer them a hundred dollars to appear in an orgy scene in your movie. Wait, which one's that? This from? is the this is the uh, mm-hmm. this is our yeah this is our oh. Me Too moment. He always has to bring a Me Too oh. moment into the podcast. Hey, uh, it's about time. That's about what time. happened with James Franco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought uh, allegedly. No, huh. this really happened. Well, some <laughs> some women said it. Yeah. Wow. No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's great. And then they had the little genital guards on in the nude scenes, and he was taking the genital guards off. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, back, I don't back to Mother. James back Franco, to Mother. There so. were, but the, but the thing is, is the interesting That's thing about the movie that I really liked were just in terms of craftsmanship. There were amazing moments in it, and and um, I, I mean, off the top of my head, the, the moment where he's waiting for her to go to sleep so he can snatch the baby. Oh my it's god! Like this, yeah, yeah. It's like this amazing that was moment. So creepy. Yeah. Um, and but but he's just whole, sitting there with her, right? He's waiting for her. But and and just the whole, you know, yeah. The people he doesn't wanted to sleep. sleep. But 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 at, but the whole the interesting thing about the whole whatever you would call that moment of just insane escalation that happens. Well, with know, the with just the craziness, the, the crowd and, and, the, and they're yeah. shooting people on the floor, and this oh just it, this is Kristen Wiig's best part. By oh, the way. Oh, oh my god, she was, she oh, was amazing in it. She was off. amazing right. in it. She just she just. Kill him, we need more motivation. Um, but that that whole escalation that happened was just watching. amazing because you're you're all in this tiny little cramped space of a house, and all of this stuff is going on. Well, and it, to me, it outlines kind of like okay, again, back to sort of if you want to talk about um, the environment and so forth, is like. That's like people on the planet. We are so dominant on the planet, and we're just like crowded, destroying out. the planet. I mean, right? Yeah. And um, but then he starts over. He builds the crystal again, and and it's a different woman, right? Slightly well, looks, next, looks the next little, girlfriend in his next movie, right? Yeah, <laughs> looks a little like her enough to be. You know, you yeah. think it's the same one. Right. So what is that saying? That God's going to God's going to cycle of life. Somebody God's going to destroy that. it again and then start over. No, yeah, that's lying. There you go. You're you're you're, at the, you're literally at the top of the movie, and it literally is the same as the top, except for her. Right. It's the same. Right. I mean, all the shots. It's all going to happen again. All the shots and the. Well, and do the you house. think maybe they had too long a shooting schedule, and she had to go into another film, so they brought in someone else? You are on fire today. I know. <laughs> Please I just get, totally get well, why no, no, he's no, here. No, 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 no. Just get into the movie. You're the scriptwriter. Like this guy's like the monkey in the wrench. Stop. Okay, here we go. I don't want to be. You're the only scriptwriter that I know of here. Right. You also write uh, uh, Christian movies sometimes. sometimes yeah. So why don't you? I mean, why are you making such? Why are you doing? No, this? I do. Well, to me, it's just too long. You know, should it be? I, should I it want, have been an I hour and a half? I want it really to be. I want it to be like a um, film from Al. I want it to be really transgressive. You know, because I, I read the reviews and I was just. It was just until all the people showed up at the end. It was just like to me, it was dull. You know, I mean, it's it like, I mean, well, it's I was offended. I mean, like, if you tell people not to smoke in your house, 
And then he's smoking in her house. I mean, that's bad. But I'm, again, I'm against it. But. Who, but isn't that the point with Marcus? I think I mean, you're being really real. glib, and it's like maybe it serves no. the podcast. No, no. But, but it's missing the point of the movie in terms of the escalation of the movie, the action. No, no, no. It starts uh, no. out just tranquil and calm, and it's just here we are, and it goes Listen, on. You know, but I, I mean, found myself I, looking go- at I mean, my God, it was gorgeous. It was beautifully no, shot. No, here's what I was going to say. It's a very Holy beautiful crap. film. It, and it, why isn't that enough? Because it isn't enough. No, it's not That's enough. Sometimes it's, it's not enough. Then I could have watched the enough. new world. Sometimes, but you something. can't. You but can't. it goes somewhere with that. And I mean, you, it sort of totally gets you into this space where you might be bored. You might be this. You might be that. And then it just starts. To, it just ramps up to insanity. That's true. It does. But like, you don't get that until like a lot later. But it yeah, doesn't have to be shot beautifully movie. for that. Which is kind of why you can't. You can't. You can't defend the movie by saying, "Well, at least it was shot beautifully." Defend the movie all you want. I don't care. Well, but no, no, you can't say, well, so you have to, you know, no. But Movies can be shot terrible. poorly and be great. They can be shot yeah. beautifully uh, and be I, terrible. I, I know how to put this. I know how to put this. See, um, for some reason when I was watching this, even though my attitude was stacked against it, to be perfectly honest, um, again, because of my attitude about the director and the writer, um, they're almost within the, the first few minutes of the movie. Um, there's a sense that I have when I'm watching a film of, do I trust this? Hmm. Do I trust my, do I trust this film to give myself to it, to just let it do what it's going to do and just go with it. And that movie achieved that for me in like five or 10 minutes where I was just like, okay, I'm along for the ride. So I don't care if it's like slow, fine. I'll, it's pretty shots. If I like, just like looking at Jennifer Lawrence, who's, oh my God, I love what's not to love about her. She's gorgeous in the beginning of this movie, just walking around in her like nighty thing and all this. I mean, there's this whole thing where I don't care. It's going to go somewhere. I'm not in a hurry to get there. It's two hours. Like any other movie, I can handle this. And I just sort of like trusted it. That's the feeling that I had. Now, that's not the feeling that I had with his other movies, where it's like Requiem for a Dream to the very end. I'm like, what the? I mean, I enjoyed it. I'm not, I'm not dismissing it as a bad movie. All of his films were beautiful. Though. I, I think that there's a lot of craftsmanship, and it's not like he you know, all of a sudden was a bad guy. Hey, hey guys, good guy. there's no backstory in this movie. It's all backstory. It's all Bible. It's already written. We know the backstory. But they, they you know Adam the and Eve. No, no. But, but you know Adam and Eve. You know Cain and Abel. That, Come on. This is all backstory. in front of us. It's all written. No, but Mark, I appreciate what you're saying, which is you, you allowed yourself to, to let the director take you. To I keep, trusted to keep it. You, that's great. I trusted it. And that's, that's honest. I like that one. But you, but the other one about hey, as long as it's shot well, you should be able to. No, that's so, not really what I meant. I know, that's, I know. That's, I mean, why, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I was because yeah. um, yeah. so because there's a lot of Swan movies was shot beautifully. Yeah, there's a lot of movies that I've just stayed with. Uh, one in particular, which I love that everybody hated, which is the Ridley Scott, um, the Counselor. Have you ever seen that one? God, such a horrible. Oh, that was movie. a horrible movie. <laughs> I, I, everybody <laughs> I hates it. I love Cormac McCarthy. Right. This is his first script. Love that movie. Worst movie. So ever. he got me in the first five minutes, and I stayed through the whole thing. And I'll argue that one. And that shot beautifully, and but it's nobody likes it. You just it. like the uh, the car sex. No, scene. I don't care about that. I like. Yeah, I like, had to clean up. By, the car by the way, please. Javier Bardem's in this one. I liked his reaction to that scene, the way he was describing. <laughs> you just like the cheetah. No, no. And how he and how he felt after that. But anyway, I'm off topic. Yeah. But my point no, is, no, I, this I appreciate part of the that. topic. Um, but you surprised me, Sean, because I, like I thought you would. Better. I know, but I thought you would have more insight into what the director was going for. And I think we know. I think really, it's really a, a movie about Mother Earth and how we are destroying Mother Earth. Period. Right. And, and you're, for about 20 minutes, and how it we, had me completely. And, and also the anti- and then and then I just I just tuned. Well, out also the like, anti-religious happy, side of this, which happy. is. All you, all you people are doing is praying to this guy up here while the mm-hmm. earth is being destroyed. Right, right. What's going on? Right. Look at what's going on here. Right. Stop putting your faith into the guy in the sky who's not going to help you ultimately. Right. 
Except he does it and it starts all over again. Right. And, yeah, gonna, so and we're all going to suffer again. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. going to suffer right. again. Right. So, I mean, it's sort of, you know, it's saying both those. So things. you said you weren't deep, and I think you're really getting uh, Yeah. I guess I'm a little deeper than I thought. But, fair, yeah. I think so, too. <laughs> I will say one thing. I like this better than Natural Born Killers. It's, yeah. But why are we it's totally, yeah. it's a totally whatever, different movie, whatever. though. No, it's I'm like, just saying I'm whatever. being viewed as a hostile so guy. What? I, no, you're not, I not hostile, but you're, I'm, I'm surprised at your reaction. Well, you know. I, I thought you would be. Well, I mean, I it's like, what kind of expectation did you have for a movie if it's going to be. I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be what it was, but even 50 times more. What does that even mean, though? Yeah, tell me. You know, because I heard that it was like this really horrible film, that it was really ugly, really violent. Yeah, it did. There was a lot of that. that, that it I, is. Yeah, I wanted because it. Because it's like. I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to wait um, well, there was 80 also, minutes for it to start. Honestly, there was also a Rosemary's Baby vibe. To the oh pre, my god! To yeah. the pre stuff too. There was oh a lot god. of that coming yeah. out. That this oh is the, this is the new Rosemary's Baby, yeah. which I wanted to see. That's the movie I wanted to see. Yeah, oh, I think easily you can say, yeah, that was there. I mean, come on. I mean, it's like just well, because of just anxiety about pregnancy and well, all that. Well, it's that, that whole everybody, know. you know, everybody with the baby. In all and, honesty, had I had had I read no review of this and had heard nothing about this film, I probably would have liked it more. Because I would have had no expectations. See, that's fascinating. Hmm. I See, know people who won't watch hmm. trailers anymore or read anything yeah. because I don't mind spoilers. Yeah, I, that I could, would be me. Yeah, I could. Well, I, could I, I think the one thing for me is I, I vaguely saw some. I like. I try to avoid everything. God, your mic sounds so good. Well, thank yeah, you. He's got the best. <laughs> yeah, funny how he runs. Uh, well, you should, well, in all fairness to Al, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. the last podcast he had the worst mic, <laughs> oh, okay. and he literally okay. sounded like he was calling from a phone okay. from 1978. Right, that's true. Yeah. So <laughs> that was this hilarious. is this is this is payback to his okay. mic for him. Uh, so and he's got know, the best voice. I, I avoid everything when it comes to movies because yeah. I want to go in fresh and I want to be surprised. But I did see like a vague um, reference to the Bible. So when I w went in and watched it, I was like, I was trying to figure everything out while I was watching the movie. Plus, with all the anxiety inducing of her walking around and being ignored. And I, that's why I liked it so much is because I was trying to like figure out what was going on. And then I also like when the movie goes off the rails. And, like, oh, my God. Super oh, I really loved it when the movie went I off I literally the rails. have never experienced anxiety in a film like that. I mean, for a also, relatively few number, of, where the, the particular quality of it. I'm, I'm I, the first time I watched it, I was just home watching it, and I'm just like, what, what's what's <laughs> really? I'll tell you my anxiety story after. Sing. What, what's really great about this movie is the sound design. Oh There's hardly mm -hmm. any music in it, and yeah, I think yeah. that really helps with like this whole like no, openness and like the anxiety starting to creep in as the movie progresses. Oh yeah. Oh, I totally and, agree because most, I, I hate music. And I, I mean, I it just it makes me not. I, I love Clint Mansell, and he does all like basically all the soundtracks for Darren. Right. And like he didn't do this one, and I think it's perfect without. But having, it's minimal, you said. Right? It's a good it's point. Super minimal. No, it's a good point, and it's just brilliant sound yeah. design. I, I the second time I watched it, I watched it on headphones. I yeah. mean, because of that. Yeah. It was yeah. Can I say another thing that ruined this film for me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, has anyone been following the new season of um, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yes. Where they're doing that play about yeah. Simon Rusty being yeah, the, such a... Yeah, uh, the fatwa. Yeah, about no, him being such a bad house guest. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, and I hate to say it when all these people are doing these things who are all I could think of was that show. Yeah. Simon, well, you're such a horrible guest. Pick yeah, I mean, that's... Have, Anyway, it, it I just want to tell you my ang the anxiety moment I had in a movie. You mentioned this watching this feeling your chest. Um, das Boot. You ever see Das Boot? Oh, sure. Oh, I love when that. it first sure. came out. That's the first movie I ever saw on a home video recorder. I saw it at a movie theater in VHS? Boston. Uh, uh, yes, it was. I okay. saw it in a, when it when it premiered in Boston. And the scene where they 
think they're going to suffocate. And they open up that hatch, and like you, the the air, you f- you literally feel the air mm-hmm. come into you know you're you're experiencing with. That's the only other time I've ever felt like a movie made me feel. You know, horror movies give you a whole. That's a whole fear thing. It's a different feeling. Yeah. yeah. But your feeling of the anxiety, you oh feeling God. like that's how I felt with Das Boot. So it's a you know it's an interesting feeling to have at a movie. Right. To, to, to have because you know it's just a movie. It's just a movie. What am yeah. I doing? What am I doing? Exactly. And you know, if anything, he did a great job. That chaos that's going on in there. Is out of, off the rails, yeah. right? The guys mm-hmm. painting, what that, you know, what the right. stuff, the stuff they're doing. You're going, what is going on? And you know, she's losing her mind. Kept going down to the heart of the house and the rug thing. You called it the vagina at the, on the rug, whatever. I, think I was the one who invented calling it the vagina. I don't know who, but it's just every, all the images he's, and that's why Requiem was like that too. He's just throwing images at you to just get you to, and this one I think did it better than Requiem did. And it's interesting because they are all there in that house that she made because of him, and they're just wrecking the fuck out of it. Right. And it's, and I mean, to me, it's like, boom, 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 there you go. Because And is he doing anything to stop it? And she's just kind of like, could you, don't, don't, and she's, you know, and she just keeps, you know, getting so like, stop, don't sit on the sink, don't paint the wall. And it just keeps getting, and her whole reaction to it I, th- I think she didn't. I think her performance was amazing. No, she was mm-hmm. in terms of how it sustained through all of that, and 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 kept such a tone through this craziness going on, um, where you you could see you know how she was reacting, and you're you know you're kind of identifying with it, or just the anxiety of it. That sense of being taken advantage of in in terms of identifying with her, not in terms of how you feel about the environment or any of that kind of stuff. But if you are identifying with her at all as a character, that sense of just being endlessly taken advantage of and exploited, right? And it's I like, mean, and she just she just portrayed that brilliantly. I thought. I mean, it was and, and it was just like, you know, I mean, yeah. And then there's the release where she's just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just kill y'all." Right. I'm just. This is it. I, you know, I said it a million times, and then the millionth and one time, I'm just gonna. If I forget, is that how it ended? Did she destroy the whole place? Yes. She burns it down. The oil in the the, right. She burns it down. And even Mm -hmm. God's like, "Don't do it." And she's just like, "Yeah." (laughs) She torches it, and she's like, "What are you?" And yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, but that's the interesting thing about it. And I mean, I mean, to, if you take it, it's interesting because if you take it sort of biblically further in terms of allegory, and because I'm sort of a geek about that kind of stuff specifically, you know, the thing, the thing about the, the 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 God of the Old Testament, what people most people don't understand about the God of the Old Testament, who did all these crazy things and Job and all these kind of crazy stories, is that's not God. That's Yahweh, who was created by. Elohim, who's like the ultimate reality, and he's kind of between the ultimate reality of God, which is unknowable by us. And so the God that is knowable to us who's is a God who's like a human character that we can relate to. That's not God. And that's interesting because that's like Javier is in this movie, is exactly like that character in the sense of like, yeah, he's God, but that's not really God. He's just a guy, just a man. Yeah, he right. was made to kind of be this inner in between charming Javier Bardem. Excuse me? I love Javier Bardem. I think I, was the, I, I, I enjoy was going, him. I was going back and Especially forth. Especially in the council. He's like getting irritated <laughs> at points. And hey, go get us something to munch on and go do this and all this kind of stuff. It's just, you know I mean? Oh my God, he was amazing the way that he pulled it off. Yeah. I was debating back and forth whether he was God or like a prophet until like he uh, didn't Perhaps get burned. Hard. And I was like, oh, okay, he's God. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, how long did it take you to figure out that that what that? It thing took me was? a while and because, the like, the entire time, the entire time, the I, I 
I knew it, the, it, the whole movie meant something. Like I knew it was an allegory, but I did I didn't know exactly what it was. And then everything started going off the rails, and I was just like, well. Okay, I get it now. Now, I mean, I'm talking to a friend the other day. I, I thought this was really yeah. interesting because friend, one of these friends of mine who who really recommended this film to me, and like, oh my god, you got to see it, you got to see it. What? Mm. So um, you saw someone recommend it to you before um, you saw it in the theaters? Yeah, and she and she was very careful to not describe it. Just go see it. Yeah. Just go see it, and kind of said the god thing, kind of. But when we were discussing it after I saw it, um, I thought it was really curious that she didn't even get the Adam and Eve thing. Mm. <laughs> And yeah. I'm just like, no, they're Adam and Eve. They came in and the two sons and all that kind of Can stuff. And, you know? and, and she's like, the... oh, yeah. <laughs> so what did she So it's like, yeah. well, okay, good. Few and far between mainstream movies, on your, to your take, Al, which is I just wanted to see something that was different. There are not a lot of different movies I, nowadays. Well, I, I don't think there are. Mainstream. I, I, I don't know. Maybe they're, maybe they're out there. Part of it, too, is I don't think there are biblical movies like this. No. Like I can only think, of, you know, it's not obviously like Ten Commandments or no. some like literal, or, some literal. Yeah. Thing, yeah, yeah. But again, those are those are literally built Bible movies. Yeah. yeah. This was not. This was I an know, allegory. But I guess I can't think of any any ones that are about the Bible that are like more that. subtle and uh, Jesus Christ superstar. But, you know, but, but is it, the, thing, the thing about it being a biblical allegory, so to speak, that word again, um, is that is it really? In other words, or is it really kind of a commentary on like the way people see God and this God that we created? Because after all, God's, well, not after all. I believe the whole God is that characterized in the Bible and all that is a made up thing. I mean, and so to, to see God as this kind of character is like a thing that we made. And yet. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you and, don't and see really, that. And we're really attracted to that because we made it. We didn't make the world we live in, you know, mm. and, and it's interesting how we can give a shit about who made that, so to speak. And, you know, and clearly this movie is saying, we don't give a shit about that. We give a shit about this God that we made. Who's just kind of like writes great stuff that says wonderful things about us or whatever. And, you know, we're going to go and sort of pay all, all our attention to him and ignore everything else. Yeah. But the and, movie does have, you know, the God character recreating the world at the end. Is this movie more like an anti-religion movie or is it just, you know, Pro nature. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. I took it as anti-religion. I thought it was, but, but I think it's more pro. Like but I think it's, I think it's more. It was more anti-man. I think it's anti. I think it's anti-man, pro mother nature. I think yeah. it's, it's really. They use the religion. They used the God character and to, to, to get us all in there, right? I mean, we all know. We know the stories of Adam and Eve. You kind of get all that. But I really think it was about what we're to do. We're and and by by like I said earlier. Focusing on God and not focusing on Mother Nature, we're just going to kill ourselves. Well, I think Aronofsky's interested in transcendence. Can I, can I get? Can I get deeper? Again? You want to get deeper? Well, I mean, because there there are ideas in terms of like the difference, like for instance, the question of like in the history of art, why are there so many more male artists than female artists? You can't really argue that in the history of art, right? Well, women were subligated all, all well no some but with that, well yeah maybe but the thing is is some there there are theories and, and 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 ways of looking at that that say well the reason why is because women are so connected to sort of the essential creative process of reproduction and so forth they are literally tied to the earth their their bodies are tied to the moon in terms of monthly cycles all this kind of stuff they are literally embody this creative force and men don't. We're kind of like drones in the hive. We're, 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 we're disposable. Tools. We're disposable, yeah. and therefore our means of being creative and expressive have to sort of transcend that kind of stuff. So we paint a painting, or we make a movie, or whatever. And and that 
that is kind of what's going on, you know. And if you if you want to talk about a sort of a male female difference, and it's kind of this interesting thing because the movie, I, I don't know, consciously or not, kind of reflects that, you know. He's, it's like she made everything, and he's kind of taking all the credit <laughs> by by writing. And he writes this poem that everybody was crazy about, and everybody's like, "Wow, what a great poem!" And they don't look around and say, "Wow." It seems to be very short, though, too, because it fit in that little. <laughs> yeah, little it was that one paper. The poem. Yeah. Um, Which was interesting because the movie that it reminded me of um, was the um, oh god the Canadian director guy who um, did the movie. Cronenberg. Um, no, 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 no. Um, oh, and, I know, like the Sweet Hereafter guy. No, 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 no. It, and but the movie's about this guy who writes. This poem, and it's the poem that the whole world responds to and goes crazy about. Oh, I never heard of this. Um, one. And uh, Hal Hal Hartley. Hal Hartley. Oh, I didn't know he was Canadian. Um, and it's uh, and it's just this amazing movie because it talks all about this sort of the nature of creativity thing, and 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 likewise, this guy writes this poem that just changes the world and how it impacts him and all this kind of stuff. And I just kind of randomly brought that movie up, I and mean, I should well, that. No, no, that's, that's, that's the whole point. point. That's 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 we, we Nothing wrong with that. But 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 there's that. But, but there's that whole thing where it's similar because you know he says, oh, he's he's got writer's block. He's got writer's block. Why does he have writer's block? It's an interesting question. I don't know. But all of a sudden, because she's going to have a baby, he's like, oh my god, I got to write now. And he sits down and he writes this thing, and without even showing it to her, it's off to the publisher and all this kind of stuff, and everybody mm. goes crazy about this thing. Yeah. And he could give a shit that he's finally having a baby, and yet that was the inspiration for him doing it, which is kind of also interesting. So we're back to the – I heard something yesterday about the Me Too movement, how they're basically figuring out that women don't need men anymore. Yeah. That if they can figure out a way to have hey. babies without us, we're done. They'll get robots. I mean it's literally getting to the point where they just don't need us anymore. These poor kids. Who can blame them? <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I, I, I don't disagree mostly, but, I mean, it's a strange time, and, and this movie – Kind of the reflection of that too. I think. In terms of where people have their focus, sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you're so focused on this and you're not seeing yeah. this. And this thing is like literally your survival. This is the thing that keeps you alive, literally, that sustains you. I mean, how many um, relationships and I can, with babies where the, the woman has the babies and the guy still wants to, it's just, it's, you know, yeah, it's classic. Go out and still hang out and be, be the kid I was before I had the baby. Like what yeah. we're doing now? Like we're doing now. My kids are all upstairs, <laughs> we're down here doing the, but I mean, it's universal. Yeah. So he maybe just focused all that. I don't know. He's getting a lot of hate though. This thing got Razzies oh or something, God. right? A lot of hate for this for movie. Best picture, well, it? I think everybody gets down on J Law because it's like, oh, this isn't like the the what the the. They're the, down on her. It is well in the sense of it's like the Hunger Games where oh, she gets to be this cares? sort of heroine who shoots arrows and does all this the kind of stuff, time. and it's like, okay, boom, I can I can attach myself to that. She, it's like, what is she in this? But she does get to end everything. Yeah. She's yeah, the Omega. But you got to be bored all that time. <laughs> you were bored the whole movie? No, I was, once, it, once it picked up. When yeah. did it pick up for you? When um, he sent out the second poem. Because the first poem, obviously, he was already a famous author. So <laughs> stuff existed before we saw it. The thing that he wrote in the movie. Yeah, right. yeah that he wrote during right. the The New movie. Testament. Well, that, that's right. Is it the Old Testament and the New Testament? No, it's the New Testament. The Old Testament is what made him famous the first yeah. time. That the yeah. doctor shows up. Yeah. And the, then, then when did he write the Apocrypha? Was that, did he just like squeeze that in under a the pseudonym? The what? I, I don't think he wrote Maccabees. The what? Sorry. Okay, you know, yeah, Maccabees, one, two, yeah, three exactly. Maccabees, Estrus. You know, you know. He, he didn't get to the Gnostic Gospels. Yeah, then when, yeah, what about the Gnostic? No, I mean, to me... I, I liked it better than I thought I would. You know, I thought it was very beautiful. I, I, I admired it, the look of the film. And I thought the set was great. 
considering how they had to tear it apart to make it all work with the you know the yeah. armies and the rooms, how they degraded yeah. it later. I mean that that was tremendous job. It, that is yeah. tremendous see, look, physical I, that, See the thing about films. The thing about films is I love films, and, yeah. and the thing I love about films that I love because is because um, a lot of my sort of way of sort of uh, dealing with the world and 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 having sort of a moral structure. An amazing amount of it comes from watching movies um, and TV Same. otherwise. Wait a minute, wait, your, your moral structure comes from movies? Same. To a degree. I mean, in terms of certain stories and lessons from movies, absolutely. I'm not saying completely. No, no, I understand. Okay, okay. But what I'm saying is, is so because movies can have an impact on my life that sort of trans, that, that, that go beyond just me like, oh, wow, that was a great movie and I can kind of talk about it. It's like, that's a movie. Mother's a movie that I can really, that I internalize to a certain degree because I already agree with it about kind of an environmental statement, so to speak. And, in, and, and for that matter, a, a, a religious statement per se. So it kind of like becomes a thing that's larger than just a film for me because, and I don't mean in the sense of like, I don't, I don't mean to raise it up too high, but it's one of those things where, to me, that's what movies are about. When they hit that mark, it's sure. like, literally, it will change your life. A movie will change your life. It will literally change the way you see things. It will literally change the way that you kind of operate in your world. Um, and well, although had, although there was I had a lot of agreement with this movie, there was something about it in terms of the fact that it was made. Because yeah, whenever I'm watching a movie, I'm always thinking like, how did they pull that off? Th this yeah. this got made. I mean, like somebody yeah. made a phone call, somebody wrote a thing, and it all came together, and they shot this thing. And long story short, through the incredible process of it, got made, and I'm sitting here watching it. And part of me was just sort of marveling at the fact that this thing got made. It got made. That because wasn't of her. some weird. That wasn't some low budget nothing thing. Of course, it was because of her. Yeah. Right, but the thing is, is she could have said, "Darren, uh, I got Hunger Games Part Thirteen coming up." Um, what it yeah, is. I think, and, and I've said this. I've said this in the past that I think cinematically. I'm sure you do too. Yes. That when you th when you think of scenes in your head, you're you know it's movies. You know it's oh absolutely. Yeah. So yes, I guess. I mean, it's funny that that. I mean, I just thought it was interesting that you say you get your morals from movies, but, you know, people get Partial, morals from books. Par no, partly, I got yeah, Of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, you can't yeah. get all your morals. Yeah. Um, I mean, Star Trek, for instance. Yeah, there you go. started, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. I, was, I was pretty much raised on television and movies, so all my life lessons and morals come from there. Yeah. Uh, I get all my love lessons from How I Met Your Mother uh, <laughs> and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, an emotional wreck a lot of the time. So. Well, it's kind of like, it's, kinda like, it's funny because well, like, did you see High Fidelity? I, I did not. Because there's that whole thing. Like, there's, there's the monologue. Was it Ginger the or Marianne? Where he's like, it was both. Everything yeah. I know about love, I learned I from like pop songs. Marianne that's why I'm so no, fucked up. Romance and pop songs and love. Who's in that? Cusack. What are you talking about? Uh, high, fidelity? high fidelity. Oh yeah, it's great movie. I love that movie. But at the beginning of the movie, where he says everything I know about love and relationships, I learned from songs, and that's right. why I'm so uh, fucked up. Yeah. Essentially, no, it's says. such a good yeah. movie. Oh my god, mm. that was based on yeah. a soccer book. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. About the love of soccer. So sure. good. Yeah. There, he was he was talking about hooligans and people who are obsessed with soccer, but they flipped it and made it a record store yeah. owner. Yeah. In America. Yeah. Because I mean, the, but the thing back to mother. Are we? What's the? How, how do you run a clock on this thing? I got it in my head. Oh, you do. You don't have a clock. Head. I got it. He's the I, Rain I, Man of podcast. Don't even worry about it's it. It's the Rain Man. Mark, Mark, I'm directing this. <laughs> all right, I'm directing all right, this. All right, you got two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I thought you know, it's it's funny because I thought about this um, to the point where I was where I shot Ralph and I am and said because I knew that he was doing this podcast thing I knew it was going on and talked to him a couple times and I thought. This would be a good movie. And even even though I knew kind of already what kind mm. of films were being done in this thing, I thought, this is a great movie to do because, oh, my God, 
even if you hate it, what you have to say is probably interesting. And if you love it, it's probably interesting because yeah. it's just one of those things where it's such it's, it's so kind of literal and easy to comprehend. And yet it's so ambiguous because how do you how do you put yourself in that movie? And when I talk about movies as a moral thing, it's like the question is, is how would I behave if I were in that movie? Right. The question about that movie, in a way, as somebody watching it, in terms of how you put yourself in, and just let's get rid of Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel and God and Mother Earth or whatever, is how do you put yourself in that movie? That's kind of an interesting question, right? Because you're just like a part of this horde of humanity who just runs roughshod and comes in and destroys everything. And there's not a lot of examples of people doing good stuff in there, right? Is there any? Other than painting the walls. Well, but even that, she's like, "Don't paint the fucking wall." Yeah, because <laughs> no, there isn't. I mean, it's only her. They're not using ultimately. It's only her and the baby. Yeah, well, some people brought food. They're not using the right paint. They're not using the right materials. Well, they're but not no, really but, painting but, it. And, and that's kind of like, but that's kind of true. It's not like there's nothing redeeming, but it's overall just effed up right. what people are doing. And it's like, how do you put yourself in there? And even if you put yourself in there, how do you go against this horde of people behaving badly? Kind of like your own life, right? I mean, in the world that you live in. Yeah. Well, as you started the podcast, they're us. Right. You're not Adam and Eve. You're not God. You're not Mother Earth. You're them. You're the people in the house. Destroying the home. I think that it moves around because the thing is, is you can, like any movie in a way, if you work at it, you can identify with anybody in the movie. Um, but to me, in terms of the story that I saw, and I could identify, I could, you could easily do that. But to me, in terms of the film as a, as a message, so to speak, that's what it is. You're, you're just one of the, one of the, you're a part of the horde in the house tearing right. shit up. Right. And you might've been the person who brought chicken wings in the thing right. for the, after. But the, still, you're dead with everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, well since I, well, good. You're some last, la, last does, thing to say. Does the film work divorced of the message? What's the message? What is the message? You're saying it's a film about a message about the earth. No, no, I said for instance. No, um, no, but in general, why it, it's appealing to you is is the message. If there, if there was no, oh, no I, I, message, I think there's many messages, and I think to me that the overriding message I got was that. And there's an, and and, it, and this movie came out in the year 2018, where if you're not concerned about the climate and climate change, et cetera, you know, what if you're not concerned about that and you don't think it's a serious thing to be taken about, you're like ridiculous and so to me it's like the the context that it came out this didn't come out in 1940 it came out in 2018 where like this major thing that however you take it is in everyone's consciousness is like literally the future of the planet the environment and like the good news for the next hundred years is there's not a lot of good news and that's even if all of a sudden everybody like wakes up and starts changing it it's like a lot of people are like no the tipping point and all that kind of stuff and the interesting thing about this movie is 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 that is when it dropped. It didn't just drop out of nowhere into some random co- context of the world. It dropped into this context of the world, which is like this issue, literally the mother of the world, that people sort of choose to, con- you, everybody does it. If you deny it or you totally believe it or if you're a fanatical left wing, wherever you are on the scale, you're aware of it at this point. And you've got to kind of like live your life according to it somehow. Right. You've got to like get up and go to work and pay your rent. You got to do all this kind of stuff. Meanwhile, the climate is going to fucking kill you. And even if you live through it, it's like your kids, your grandkids are fucked. Well, right. Al Gore said that five years ago, an inconvenient truth. Right. 
We're all we, we, no, but I'm saying. But, wait, but it's your. Like, let's wrap so this I'm up. Saying, I want to wrap this I'm up. I'm saying as a. I'm saying as a message. Now we're just that's kind started, of the message. Man. Yeah, well, we'll kind, have to do a part two. There's all kinds yeah. of message there. Yeah, you can go into the the Bible's bullshit. You can do but back to the, what you asked originally. Does every every movie doesn't have to have a meaning or a theme? Yeah. You can but just this enjoy movie a movie. Is, like and a I'm not meaning. saying that this one does. Let me be really clear. No, I mean it's just so. I mean it. I you. This movie has a. Yeah, it is the saying. meaning. It, it is the meaning. I mean, that meaning. is. Does it stand? Can it? Does it work as a film divorced from message? Well, then what's it? Just people destroying a house? Yeah, I mean, come on. It is the meaning. The movie. Yeah, the movie is the meaning. So the answer is no. It can't. Right? Okay. Good. But that goes. That applies to any movie. Right. I mean, no, because there's a lot of films that have. But if this had no message, then it's just a movie about people destroying a house. Every film has a message. Every film. It may be a shitty message. It may be an incoherent message. It may be like ridiculous message. It may be just. Whatever, but they've all got a message. Taking a Pelham one, two, three. The message yeah, was don't, yeah, don't steal, don't steal, don't steal, <laughs> don't steal train, train cars. I love and that definitely, movie. I would, I, would, I would love to have been on that. And definitely I love that yeah. movie. I love that movie. Oh my god. We should do a Taking a Pelham one, two, three, like right. anniversary special. <laughs> So also we'll take do, their we'll flu. do that film oh, every year. Yeah, yeah. Once once get that flu with their flu like immediately. <laughs> we'll do that and Hellraiser every Hellraiser year. every year. No, every, no, every five years we'll do a new remake of Hellraiser. Really? Well, that's ten of them, so we could pick any one of them. Um, great discussion. Yeah, I think I think you brought a good movie. This was like I said, it was yeah. different from the format because you know it's a new movie. We don't do that. Right. But I it was well, you we know, did Birdman. Uh, that's true. Yeah. So oh, I guess we didn't break them all. So. No, no, I meant I meant everything about this yeah, podcast yeah. is a lie. I meant a good. <laughs> I actually, I actually meant a good movie. So, so, yeah, that, so I Mark brought a good movie. You like this movie better? You did. I did when I saw it. It's funny, you know. There's a lot of movies that you go and see. The one shot movie, and you have you have you have uh, as you're watching, you have one feeling, and then yeah. when you go home and go, hmm, what? Uh, then I have a whole different feeling about the movie. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, Birdman was the one-shot movie. I just wish it was a shot in my head. Yeah. No. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. <laughs> so uh, do no, we. I like Mother better. I like Mother better than Birdman. I have to say me too. I like Mother mm. better than another. Now, now, I don't know because I'm here for the next one too. But I'll tell you, this next one, I was surprised how much I equated it with Mother. Interestingly, probably maybe because I knew I was going to be sitting here today. But it was kind of curious to me this next yeah. fucking movie. Well, guess what? That's we don't we know when that, have a next we don't know movie. when that's going to air. Yeah. Oh, so sorry. This is, yeah, this is so we know of no other film that is going to be done. Oh, so. what, what did I just I, what I just said? No, that's good. It's uh, you know, it's the all next good. one will be. Uh, we do it all the time. We have no idea when things are going to air. Yeah, people are going to be real excited. So when the they next see you, three days of condo. Who, who edits? It's just like mother. I do. When they see us all in the same shirts, every podcast kind of gives away. You should have like that's the thing is you should have. Where's the swag? I want my hat. <laughs> well, that comes later. Well, that we have to wear every wait a minute. Time. In order to get swag, you need money. In order to get money, you need subscribers. In order to get subscribers, you need people to listen to the podcast. So, having said that, please look at our Twitter page, which is yeah. what, Sean? Hey, um, Yippee Kaye, what? YKY. YKY podcast. Podcast. At, put the ad at. in front of it. Yeah. We also have a website, yippeekayemotherpodcast.com. Right. Maybe I should find us on wait, Facebook. Are you, are you on Pathios? Do you do Pathios? I don't even know what that is. It's it's like raising money for like projects. Turn to your left. That's the social media department over there. The two young guys. <laughs> Those <laughs> kids know all about these. They're models. the ones. You know what I'm talking about, then, right? I don't. I don't know about Patheon. You don't know about Patheon. You, you mean Patheon, Patreon? Right? Patreon? Patreon. 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 Okay. I know about Patreon. That's what, what I say. I knew Patheon. 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 Yeah. Pathos. I know Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. Yeah. Oh, Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. We're on yeah, that. We're on. <laughs> I know about yeah. No, but that's the social media crew over there, so address it to them. Hmm. 
Anyway. Are you going to edit out this stupid thing? No, this no. stays in. It all stays in. <laughs> so anyway, Mark, anything yeah, you want to... Yeah, you wouldn't like Mark, put on the same thing. Don't worry about it. Do you have it. any performances coming up? No, I don't know when this is going to air. So oh, no, no, okay. no, no. This is this is a timeless any thing. Edit, any, pro- edit, any edit no. projects you want to talk about? Um, the ones that I'm looking for right now. <laughs> That'd be good, right? You know, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, no, that's like, yeah, like, hey, you need an editor? I'm a good one. Right. You know, call me. Well, are you a freelance <laughs> editor? Yes. yes, he is. Yes, I am. Wow, he was. He and I worked together 30 years ago. I was Ralph's assistant editor. Wow. I, my, wow. My direction working for wow. Ralph was your job is to keep his ass in the seat, <laughs> <laughs> which is the definition of assistant editor when you really get when down to When there were it. assistant editors, they don't exist in our when profession were. anymore. It's like what other likewise terms like have become like sort of totally archaic? Like there are no the people who it's like, online editing. Yeah. No, or you mean people wise? Not like not like blacksmith. Not like no, yeah, true. Assistant editor. Wheelwright. In the, well, wheelwright. I was his assi- I was his assistant wheelwright. Well, in the post production world, your assistant editors don't really exist anymore. No. You are called that where you are, but that's not really what's going no. on. There. No. Yet. Maybe that'll happen, hopefully. Anyway, okay. Anyway. Gotta wrap it up, Mark. Yes. Great choice. I had a blast. We appreciate Thanks. it. Hopefully we'll have you back again. I would love to come back. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Do you mean that or are you just no, saying No, you that? might even be on the next one. We don't know. So anyway, good job, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Is there going to be another Bye. one? There may be a few more. Mother okay. two. <laughs> Bye, guys. Over Mother exclamation point two. Please join us for a special edition of the podcast. It's Ladies' Choice. And also, check out our website at yippiekayemotherpodcast.com.